Finally today, a very quirky take on how American culture spreads around the globe in unexpected ways. Lou Rider. Yeah, 70s band War wrote the anthem. Cheech and Chong made low riding famous in the movies. And when you think about people driving their cars impossibly low to the ground, you can't help but think about the Mexican-American neighborhood of East L.A. But going low and slow has gone global, with low-rider car clubs popping up in very surprising places. Denise Sandoval is a professor of Chicano and Chicana Studies at Cal State University, Northridge, where she's studying low-riding. It's about as low as you go to the ground, and it's about going slow, getting people to look at your car, because when they're looking at your car, they're looking at you. How did people in these barrios in L.A. start moving their cars lower to the ground? What was the point? Lowrider culture is part of the post-car culture boom that happened um, after World War II. There was a turnover of secondhand cars. The car became an affordable option for working-class people. In particular, what it meant for black and brown communities in Los Angeles is, you know, the car represents middle-class status. So you can see these old photos of L.A. in post-World War II into the 50s and 60s, and families would take pictures right in front of their car. Right. Um, mm. and, and so it's sort of like, well, what the car's like another family member. The car is sort of a symbol of the American dream. The, the whole idea of a car being low to the ground, was that imported in any way from south of the border? Was it in, entirely an L.A. innovation? That's the sort of the million-dollar question. You know, you have Española, New Mexico, that's the self-proclaimed lowrider capital of the world. And Northern California says it started there. So it was very hard to pinpoint where it started. <laughs> And it wasn't something that came over from Mexico. The connection, though, between Tijuana and L.A. is important because there was car customizing shops down there. So sometimes Chicanos would take their cars down there because you could get quality customizing cheaper. But the cars were American. Lowriding is an American tradition. So lowrider culture has spread well beyond Los Angeles and California. It's gone around the world. I'm wondering when you first started noticing uh, lowrider culture taking off. When I was in graduate school, I found a Japanese lowrider magazine. And, you know, it looked like regular lowriding, except there was a Japanese girl on the cover. You know, their magazines open up differently than ours. And I started flipping the pages and I was like, oh, my God, is this Los Angeles? Because the guys were dressed like homies with the baggy pants and the plaid shirts. But it was in Japan. Right? It looked and so just a I, little too different. <laughs> yeah. And so I was sort of like, whoa, what's happening here? What does it mean to wear a brown pride T-shirt in Japan or wearing the Virgen de Guadalupe, the Mexican Virgin Mary, or the Aztec calendar? Car culture, it really is a dynamic space to understand sort of not just race and ethnicity, class, the you know commodification of culture. And now, like you mentioned, sort of the international spread of L.A. urban culture. Where else have you seen uh, lowrider culture spread? I gather in Brazil, they're pretty uh, enthusiastic about lowriding. Also in Barcelona, in Spain, they have lowrider bike clubs. And then um, Japan is the big one as well. Has a worldwide spread of lowrider culture kind of boomeranged back to L.A. and is now influencing lowrider culture there? I don't really think so. Not yet. The one I forgot to mention is the spread of lowrider culture to Mexico because of the deportation of undocumented immigrant back, specifically youth that maybe grew up in L.A. or in U.S. and now are back in Mexico, they've taken sort of that Chicano culture back over there. So it's really 
that's fascinating because you could think about how Mexican-Americans sort of used cars and, you know, used art and fashion to create a unique identity of what it meant to be American, you know, with their parents were Mexican and how they reinterpreted the culture here. But now over there, they're using a Chicano sort of cultural expression to express themselves. When I was in Guadalajara, Mexico in 2009... The lowrider car clubs came to visit us out there, and these two kids rode their lowrider bikes two hours into mm. Guadalajara so they could meet us. Wow. And for so many years, Mexicans would look down at Mexican-American culture. You know, they would call us pochos, which literally translates to spoiled fruit. But now in a lot of urban areas, because of the movement back, this younger generation is redefining sort of even Mexican culture. Interesting. Co-opting it and redefining it. Mm-hmm. Denise, what's the lowest you've ever seen a lowrider go to the ground? Man, I've seen a lowrider so low that you could slide just a piece of paper underneath it. So th- not advised to go over speed bumps because they'd, they'd get stuck, right? Well, that's why hydraulics was uh, such an important innovation. In the early 60s, lowriders got the idea to put surplus World War II aircraft parts on to a car. That'll raise it pretty quickly. Yeah, so the hydraulics were what were used to raise and lower the flaps of the wings on an airplane. And so somebody got the idea to put it on a car. And Denise, as to that curious line in War's tune, Low Rider, why is Low Rider a little higher? Obviously, you're getting high being low, right? Right. So, <laughs> so it's sort of the feeling that it creates driving in your car with your favorite tunes blasting on the radio. You know, what more can you ask for? Not much. Denise Sandoval, professor of Chicano and Chicana studies at Cal State University, Northridge, where she studies low riding. Denise, great to speak with you. Thanks. Thank you so much. You can see how they get low and slow in Sao Paulo. We have a trailer to a documentary about low-riding culture in Brazil. That's at theworld.org. And for a taste of low-riding culture in Japan, we close today's program with this song by Mona, a.k.a. Sad Girl. She sings in English, Spanish, and Japanese. Talented woman. From the Nan and Bill Harris studios at WGBH, I'm Marco Werman. Catch you all tomorrow. I just want to fly high, want to be a flower. Tachi agalunda, sono toki gachita. Sexy mamacita, living vida loca. En la estelaza, I'm an egoista. I just want to fly high, want to be a flower. Tachi agalunda, sono toki gachita. Sexy mamacita, living vida loca. En la estelaza, I'm